From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What? I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. When a Christian claims healing for anything, to me, it sounds exceedingly arrogant. Their creator deity has chosen to fix their problem while countless others suffer. Even Christians suffer while their fellow Jesus followers get their wishes granted. But it makes it worse when it's for the little things, like healed broken bones, finding the right job for you, or helping someone learn to forgive. Meanwhile, a child is assaulted in church. Elsewhere, people are gunned down during Sunday service. And somewhere else, a Bible believer is thanking Jesus for indoor plumbing. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. I love it. Today's special guest is podcaster and Christian mystic, Audrey Dutton. Welcome to the show, Audrey. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I I used to be an atheist, and mm. I like grew up hearing about supernatural things, but I never experienced it for myself. Mm. And just after a lot of crazy stuff happening in my life, I just kind of resorted to being uh, an atheist. But I kind of lean more towards like the satanic side, but not worshiping Satan, just using mm. Satan as like a symbol of rebellion and and stuff like that. So, and now I just have experienced so much. Um, mm the love of God and grown and knowing him personally. And so, yeah, I just consider myself a Christian mystic. I have debated on using the term Christian because I don't want to be lump summed into all of the hypocrisy and some of the <laughs> ignorance and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, that's just kind of what it is. I do believe in Jesus and that's what changed my life and I've experienced the supernatural. And so I just love to help other people experience that for themselves too and like i know how you say it's okay to not believe Hmm. and i totally get that but i also like to encourage people that it's okay to believe but not understand everything or know all the answers to everything Hmm. and that you can take life as this beautiful mystery that we get to constantly enjoy okay to believe without knowing without knowing the answers to everything like without taking our English American Bibles and quoting them word for word and worshiping the Bible and believing that, you know, this is what I read when I look at this book. So Mm. that's exactly what it must be. And there is no other options. Does that make Mm. sense? A little bit, a little bit. So, but do you, is there any other aspect you do uh, in your life where you believe something without knowing for sure? Um, I mean, do you, do you accept like how the internet works <laughs> or things like that? I mean, I guess, yes, I guess we can go with that one. My cell phone, example, internet, yeah. But... Who knows how that works? It's magic as far as I'm concerned, but yeah, I, I, it's, like, I don't I think can't... it's Jesus though. <laughs> well, definitely not. Yeah. You know, like I can't see it, but I can mm. feel it, use it or not feel mm. it, but I can use it mm. and I can see the fruit of it. Um, I don't have to know how it works hmm. and I can, I don't know. I don't think that's really the best example. Yeah, I know. Cause I mean, I could talk to people who've created cell phones and wireless things and know how it all works. There are people yeah, that you can could learn that. how it works. Yeah. 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 And so I do like to encourage people that like, you can get these answers too. So I like to dig hmm. deep into asking these questions because me having been a sat- uh, an atheistic Satanist, hmm. I like to ask those big questions that made me an atheist before and it's been since 2008 and i just feel like 
and not feel like, but I've had God give me answers to my my questions. You know, I've gotten pissed off. I have gotten so angry. Hmm. I, you know, reading the Bible because it's so contradicting in certain areas to the character of God that I yeah. have personally experienced. And so it's like I could no longer just say God's not real anymore. And then um like I just can't I couldn't ignore the things that I experienced. And that mm. I've continued to experience um, in the last 14 years. All right. Well, let's dive into that. Okay. First off, how do we know it's Jesus? Okay. Well, for me, I believe that it's Jesus because when I had this encounter, um, I was in the mountains by myself. I didn't pray a prayer. I didn't go to a church. Uh-huh. Um, and I, so I was 19 and I had just been, I had just become a widow. My best friend had accidentally killed himself and my grandpa invited me to go with him to the mountains and so I went up there and you know like just thinking about death and life and just all this kind of stuff and hmm. and one day I got super overwhelmed with just all the like horrible things that had happened throughout my whole life it's like it all just got piled on top you know it's like why this why that da 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 and I found myself like cussing God out. <laughs> and I think it's just because I felt that someone was there with me. And so I was just like, F you, like, fuck you. I hate you. Like, get away from me, you know, um, all. And then just kind of listing off all these horrible things that had happened in my life. And then, I mean, the only way I can explain it is like, suddenly I felt or heard this like inner voice say, if I'm not real, then why do you curse me? And, but it was like very gentle and it also came with this power that was like also saying, I love you and I didn't do those things to you and I don't desire for those things to happen to you and I've always been with you. Um, and, and my life flashed before my eyes. You know, like you hear people say their life yeah. flashes their, or yeah, before their eyes, before they die or have a near death experience. It was like that for me. Um, but it was like the opposite where God was just showing me all these things that I blamed him for and just kind of inviting me into not leaning on my own understanding. And, and so that's kind of just what I've been doing since 2008. And I happened to start, I happened to pick up a Bible. It was there and just happened to be there in the woods. (laughs) Well, I mean, we were in a cabin and <laughs> damn Gideons, I tell you, they got Bibles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was not a Gideon, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like every hotel room. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That good old King James. Um, <laughs> not really. So you found the Bible. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I just. Did you turn to a, a, a good verse or did you turn to the one where God's going to smite people or, right. you know. <laughs> Which one did you happen to turn to that helped you out? I happened to turn to where God was letting the devil torment a man named Job. Oh, no. Such a horrible story. Yeah. (laughs) But somehow, Hmm. it's like I felt like I could relate to him. Like everything that meant. Yeah. Like everything Uh that meant everything to me, my husband, uh, my career, like so much stuff. Um, because we both had joined the army. He'd been in for a year. I joined and I'd been in for five weeks before he accidentally killed himself. And we, neither one of us were patriotic, but we were going to use the military and their benefits to yeah, right. <laughs> um, use use the benefits for education purposes. And our dreams were to become like the next Rob and Sherry, uh, you know, zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon Zombie. We wanted to make horror films and (laughs) be directors. Um, So that was our goal. That was like something I'd been working towards for a really long time. And so, you know, just all my dreams were gone. And this guy that I had loved for so many years and hadn't been able to be in a relationship with him because he was with somebody else or I was with somebody else. Anyways, it finally matched up. And then five weeks later, it's just like, and then I was honorably discharged because I had torn my Achilles tendon and I had some weird like circulation issues happening. Hmm. So, yeah, I just felt like I lost everything. So anyway, somehow yeah. what Job was going through, it like spoke to me. 
And then, how did it speak to you? How did Job's story uh, specifically speak to you? Because what I see when I read Job is God makes a bet with Satan that his buddy is going to still be his buddy after Satan. He allows Satan to take everything from him, his kids and everything. He kills yeah. everything. God allows the death of these children and then he replaces them with new children and everything's fine. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not how it works. If you were to kill right. off my kids and replace them with different kids, those aren't my fucking kids. You right. killed my kids. So the right. story of Job is pretty gross. And then at the end of it, he's like, well, I'm God. I do whatever I want. Were you there yeah. when I made the mountains? You know, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. And I don't know. I, and that's the thing about like, not that I've come to learn anyways, because I did go through a very religious phase hmm. um, where I took things very literal. Um, but now I've come to see that really like the Hebrews that, you know, the Bi- the first five books of the Bible was passed down. It was passed down through their, their culture, their people, um, you know, for thousands of years. And so, and then it was finally put in written form. And so there's a lot of things that have been mistranslated. There's words that have multiple meanings. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then you add on our English interpretation of everything. And, and English just sucks. It just ruins everything as soon as you throw it in there. It's <laughs> for rhyming, right? I mean, it could be pretty fun for that. <laughs> but um, So do you trust so the Bible? I trust it as a tool. As but a I don't tool. Trust it. Yeah, but I don't trust it as a literal word for word thing so like i feel like it definitely has been inspired by people that have had encounters with god and and people that were well i mean it's kind of just like a history book i don't think that everything in it and everything and every place where it says god said is really god said well how do you decipher Um, between the ones that are what god said and the ones that are just what people throw in well like jesus says you judge things by its fruit well, how so, do you know Jesus said that? <laughs> I mean, it could have been just one of the dudes writing it down. Hey, this sounds great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I guess for me, it's like over the years after this encounter, the ah, next the thing encounter. I read was I was reading a little bit of what Jesus went through. And then I saw that it was the supposedly. religious people. Well, supposedly, yeah. But there is a lot of historical evidence. I mean, there's people that have been atheists who are historians and scientists and even um, like cold case workers Hmm. who like treated the gospels and all of this stuff uh, like a case and tried to disprove it. But then they ended up becoming believers themselves because of (laughs) this evidence that's not all in the Bible, but it's well, actually I find the opposite. I find the opposite. People read it and they go, yeah, yeah, no, but that, that's an interesting case. Uh, No, these, these, uh, I find them very unreliable. Um, there's a lot of you. You do have real places in there. Um, there's mm. there's a there's Jerusalem and, and Egypt and all that shenanigans. There's real places, yeah. but these events are a little different. It's the same thing as Spider-Man in New York. New York is real. <laughs> there's no real Spider-Man besides the one that lives in my head. Besides that guy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just it's the same thing. It's the same kind of uh, concept. We just make stories. The same thing with the the Quran. You know, did you believe the Quran to be true? No. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure the same I'm thing. Sure there's, there might be some stuff. I don't know. All I know is that I've what research that I've done on the history of back then, mm. it seems to be pretty accurate. Uh, well, there could have been a Jesus. Even down to I, like astrological things. Ooh, yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs> stars. So but I mean, yeah. Jesus may have been a real person, but as far as the miracles go, how can you verify that yeah. he did these things? Right. And that is where um what comes into play is that so after this encounter i thought okay i should go to church now i believe in god so i'm gonna go check out this church thing <laughs> might as well check out church uh, that's the next step right <laughs> yeah well i had gone How'd that go? um like a, a few times before with a friend of mine hmm. and the church she went to everyone had like piercings and tattoos basically like a lot of them were ex-punk oh, rockers metalheads well they're like metalheads and, and punk rock so um so i felt accepted there because i was gothic and i've got tattoos and uh, i had huge gauges so um i go there and these are the first christians that i'd ever met that talked about miracles talked Mm. about angels talked about demons um anything supernatural i grew up in texas around baptists who 
Hmm. anything supernatural was all deemed demonic you know yeah um and i grew up with my mom and her friends like sharing ghost stories around the campfire (laughs) talking about poltergeist encounters Mm -hmm. uh people thinking that they saw like ufos in the skies angel (laughs) encounters all this kind of stuff so Uh, i grew up hearing all these things but my mom was always like the black sheep of the family and hmm. because they just told her that she was you know dabbling in the demonic or that she Hmm. was like i don't know um and but for Hmm. me like i said i never experienced any of that stuff my mom also dabbled in witchcraft and so like she would try to do spells and she would try to do the seances <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And That'd be I interesting just... to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did she have a wand? Was it was those incense no, burning no stuff? Wand. You know? <laughs> just like yeah, incense, candles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the magical words. <laughs> so awesome. Uh but I never experienced it. And so yeah. that's why, you know, I ended up being an atheist. And I thought Jesus was a made-up person to make Christians feel better about their pathetic mm. lives or to justify them being jerks because they're forgiven of like everything they did. <laughs> so um anyway, so okay, so I go to church and mm. I see these people that are supposedly getting healed. Um, you know, of like mm. broken bones in their feet, scoliosis different things like that yeah well then i got so remember i said my achilles tendon had been torn when i was in the army so Mm -hmm. my achilles tendon was torn well i mean it might it got healed my achilles (laughs) tendon got healed got healed in a service yeah i got healed in a service by jesus well (laughs) wow so wow i mean i'm learning about how we can be healed through the divine uh union that we have in christ and that because of that divine union we can enter into being healed through the renewing of our mind and so well they kind of talked a little bit about that <laughs> anyway so yeah huh. my achilles tendon got to- uh, healed my the circulation that i was experiencing when i would run like my my left leg would kind of start to go numb and mm-hmm. so that got healed and during this encounter i was at this church and I was just overcome with laughter and joy, which is really awkward, but I Mm. couldn't help it. And then I just felt the, I felt like Holy Spirit said to get up and run. I just got up and ran. And that's when I was healed. Like my Achilles tendon was healed and I didn't have the numbness in my feet and it's never come back since that moment and i've also been healed of broken toe i've been healed of strep throat i've been healed of infection wow (laughs) (laughs) well broken toe like it didn't heal naturally jesus healed it no how do we know the difference between natural healing and jesus healing right okay because it's instantaneous i mean like a broken toe. instantaneous your your toe healed itself instantaneous yes but but oh there's a but so this is like years of me. So I've already come out of the church at this point because they started to ostracize me and persecute me saying that mm. I was a heretic because well. I kept pushing those boundaries. I kept asking those questions mm. that Christians don't want to examine. Yeah. But I just kept seeing the proof that Jesus was who he said he was. And I was seeing the fruit of it. I was seeing the power. I was seeing the love. I wasn't seeing the condemnation. I wasn't seeing the fear. And then over time, they just said that I was, yeah, being deceived by the devil. Of course. But yet I was experiencing so much freedom in my own life. Like I stopped having certain addictions. I had more energy. And then, like I said, I was experiencing these miracles. So that to me was enough proof to just going and keep learning and i also was just feeling this like hunger in my heart that was being satisfied and it just felt like everything that i'd always longed for but reading the bible and just the black and white view that i was taught after being a christian for two years i started to see there were like these problems with it and also that i was being taught a like not the full truth or like a half gospel. Like I I heard you mention in one of your videos, you quoted Romans 3.23 about how we're all ascended and fallen short of the glory of God. Okay, so do you know about the Romans road then? What about it? 
well a lot of people don't know what it is so it's like these verses that evangelical christians have taken out of the book of romans to try and lead people to salvation and so hmm. i was i went to this ministry school and i learned these scriptures and i had them memorized and i would go out on a pedestal and yell at people and condemn them to hell and try to warn them and all this stuff. <laughs> oh, you were fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was intense. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I would like quote that verse. But one day, so my, my church was super intense. They were very all or nothing. They decided that like every single person in our church was going to read the whole Bible in the month of February. Hmm. And so during that time, I get to Romans and I'm getting to this verse that I have memorized that I go mm -hmm. out and I condemn people with all the time. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And for some reason, I felt like, oh, yay, I know this verse. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> um, and then I read the very next verse mm -hmm. that says, but now all have been made righteous through the one man, Jesus Christ. And my jaw dropped. And like, that was kind of when I realized that I was being taught somebody else's interpretation of the scriptures. I wasn't being taught the bigger picture. I wasn't being taught the Bible in context. And so like all these crazy rules and things that sound very legalistic and hmm. very controlling and manipulative. Sometimes those are certain things because of the society at that time. That was the wisest thing Oof. to do to keep people safe. I 100% disagree. 100% disagree. There is no way okay. that these are the best ideas that God can come up with because of their situation. Oh, no, no, situation. no, not God. No. Okay. That's the best okay, idea. Okay. God so God didn't no. come up with these ideas, these laws? No. Man just wrote these in here and said God came up with it. Well, I guess I'm specifically speaking of like later on after Jesus. So like like Paul's letters and those types of things. But I see what you're saying. So back yeah, in the old Yeah, because we can go to Romans 5, 20, which laws. is just a little further down. And it says the law was brought in so that trespass might increase. But where yeah. sin increases, grace is increased more. So he wanted more sinning so he can forgive more people. Like that's <laughs> just ridiculous. wanted more sinning so that It's what it says. The more. law was brought in so that trespass might increase. How else yeah, would you take that like... sentence? Well, to me, I feel like, and so I have three kids. I have three boys. I know you have oh, two boys. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like, you know, when you've got your kids and you want mm -hmm. to instill wisdom in them, but mm -hmm. you also have to give them chances to learn from their own mistakes. Mm -hmm. And you can try to um, give them the wisdom that they need so that they don't make certain decisions that will cause harm to them and other people. Well, these but, are life know, or sometimes... death situations though. There's a little bit different than a cat kid burning his hand on the stove or disobeying, I mean... eating a fruit tree or some shit. You know, this is way different. This is, we've got slavery. We've got what to do with captive women. We've got stoning, disobedient children. We've got yeah, stuff so like that. Some of that, I just don't, I don't think that that was God. I think that of that's course not. Of that course not. If it doesn't it fit and... in that, you know, you got to push it out. So that's what I'm saying is you you're that's taking the I Bible don't worship. OK, you're taking the Bible and you're just picking out the pieces you like or inserting the, the verses or whatever you like in your life. These are real things that, that are in there as well. So my problem is if it doesn't fit in your bubble, you push it out. How do you decipher which parts are true versus which parts yeah, are just man made? Say that bubble? I necessarily this shit out it's more like i kind of leave it on the back shelf for interpretation Oof. later on maybe because so this like i said earlier the bible is more like a tool it's a historical book that's been passed down some of it could be like made up literature huh. to, to um you know like the hebrews they do this thing called a midrash where they they share different ideas on what they think different scriptures mean and why they are there and so sometimes they'll argue it from a perspective that it's very literal. And then mm. somebody else will come in and they'll argue that it's a perspective that is um, totally like philosophical or um, a mystery just within the text that means a bigger picture. Like, <laughs> have you ever, did you see the Viking series? Ooh, I think I watched the um, first season. But, yeah. Okay. So Ragnar Lothrock, like, I think I'm saying that right. Um, you know, sounded great. He's <laughs> it, it's on the History Channel. 
And so a lot of people end up thinking that this is a real person in history. Hmm. But when you research it, actually, he's not a real person in history. However, his sons were, or, you know, in the show who hmm. ended up being his sons, they were real people. And so they created Ragnar Lothbrok to kind of represent the, like, um, can't think of the term, um, like the heart behind the Vikingdom hmm. and um, that spirit of adventure. And hmm. he also, like, went across boundaries um that people told him not to anyways and so i kind of wonder if like some of the things in the bible it's kind of like that some of it some of it could be left up to interpretation some of it could be a bigger story that's just being told in like multiple different ways and so but the thing is there it could be and that's why like i don't i don't worship the bible but at the same time, I have seen it proven itself to be a very good tool in my life. Like it's given me huh. a lot of wisdom. Well, you're reading um, the wrong verses of- there, Audrey. That's the problem. You're just reading the wrong verses. You got to go to the ones where he's all angry with the curses and the punishments and the, I know. you know, uh, yeah, you, everyone is cursed. If you don't love the Lord, God punishes mm-hmm. people with that, with a golden calf one. Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> they strap swords to their sides and he makes them run through each other. Like what a jerk. Like, <laughs> What a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cursed yeah. for not killing people because yeah. he told them to kill people, listen to me or be and honor me or be cursed. You, you, I think you're reading the wrong verses. You need to pick up this one where it says Jesus will punish the unbelievers. You know, what about those verses? What, why don't you use where those verses? Where is it? Where's the Jesus will punish the Jesus unbelievers? Punish. Second Thessalonians uh, one, seven through nine. This will happen when our Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven and blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction. Yeah. Such a okay. great guy. I like this guy. <laughs> He's so nice. Yeah. So, so there love. are a few of those, <laughs> but the thing is, it's not being specific about people. I mean, it could be talking about fallen angels that cause punish those who do not know God and do not obey the law, uh, the gospel of our Lord Jesus. That's me. Yeah. I don't know God. I don't obey the gospels of Lord Jesus. So that's me. Jesus is going to come back with his little angel army and punish me because I don't believe. No, because no, you're why not? That's what it says. No, because I, I just, I think that that could be the fallen angels. I don't, it doesn't necessarily say people. Those who do so, not know God. I think the angels yeah. know God, right? I mean, they know God. But not, they were but in the his fallen presence. angels, like, obviously. They still know God. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. That's debatable. But okay, I fine. know that there are so yeah. many more verses. Show me a good one. That far outweigh those things. I don't see it. Okay. Show me a good one. <laughs> I love right, this. Bible study is my favorite part of the show. Okay, cool. Well, love like, I mean, me or I have be a whole list of. Oh man, sorry. I'm just. I have a whole okay, list. Okay, so as well. see that, and that is where. <laughs> see, and that's where though the English interpretation versus mm. what it could have originally meant. So that could originally have meant, if you don't love God, then uh-huh. you're living under a curse. Not that God. Well, that's put screwed the curse up. On Why would God you, make things that, like that? No, it's not. It's just kind of like the fruit of doing things your own way, constantly learning. I can't be my own person. I have to be way. who God wants no, me to be. No, you can be. your. Actually, God wants you to be your own person. And, you know, like I used to be. Interesting. I, everything that you said, like I used to totally blaspheme. Like I had upside down. I'm not saying that you do this. However, I did see your banner in your shop <laughs> of Jesus being ripped apart. And oh, I yeah, I do have, have that one of the One of those table <laughs> he, said, he says eat me drink me and yep. i used to have one of those pictures like that and so i drew yeah. pictures of him upside down and you know being totally mutilated and all this stuff um i just like, think it's funny yeah i get it um but the thing is like i cannot just ignore the encounters that i've had there we go. where god made it very clear to me that he was always with me and that i was never separated from him which is a weird thing. I say thing. him just because it's easier to just say him. Everybody says him, but obviously God isn't he or she. So So um, God's always been there, even through the hard times. Yeah. What's he doing? But not doing those things. What's he doing so, though? While like, you're like, struggling in life, where is God and what is he doing? 
God is there with us uh-huh. and we can turn to God at any moment to seek for wisdom, to experience the love, to let our walls fall down and accept the truth. So sometimes like our pride can get in the way of experiencing the truth and and love. And I'm just I'm just trying to come up with an answer because from my own experiences, I've had times where I was angry at God. I had times where I was reading the scriptures and I'm like, what the hell is this? This doesn't make any sense. Um, who are you? Are you Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Like, what the <laughs> heck? You know? Um, or just a character and, in a book? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I've just seen too many supernatural things. Let's talk about the stuff you've seen. Let's let's okay. talk about this stuff. What's the biggest one you have that points to Jesus? It it has to be Jesus. There's no other person. Give me your best one. Well, I mean, when okay. So the Achilles tendon thing, but then my one of my friends who we were exercising and she was stretching and she got stuck to the floor like she couldn't move. And she started freaking out and panicking and she started screaming for me to help her. And I did not know what to do. And so I'm <laughs> so kind buried of her in the backyard, left her there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And then I just heard in my spirit, like, pray. It's like, oh yeah, duh. Okay. So I go over to her and, but then I realized I don't know what to pray. Huh. And then I remembered that I had just learned about the power of the Holy spirit living inside of us and that the power of the Holy spirit will do the perfect will of God. And we can just let Holy spirit intercede through us. So I kind of just did whatever I thought that could be and just kind of hovered my hands over her back and her spine totally popped back into place and her hips were totally aligned. And she had had scoliosis so bad that she had had multiple miscarriages. And after this, now she has, I think like three or four kids. You um, gave her kids. Oh, it's your fault. Oh man. So she knows who to blame. <laughs> yeah, she's very happy. Stop touching people. <laughs> she was thankful to not have the scoliosis anymore. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, prayer. We can get into that yeah. for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will do the perfect will of God. Why yeah. will God not do the perfect will of God unless you ask him? Yeah, I don't fully know the answer to that, but I know that I have seen so many amazing things happen when I just invite God's truth into the situation. So how do you like know it's your I've... specific Jesus that is being, that is showing up? How do you know it's not Kali Ma? We have, I have testimonies of the wazoo here from Kali Ma, healing people, fixing people, being a best friend. How do you okay. know it is specifically Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that I've been learning about Jesus for myself. And I, as when I read the scriptures, it's totally through a different lens now than when I was being taught it by somebody else. Okay. And, and when I have a struggle or I get upset about something that I don't understand, I will ask Holy Spirit the answers to these things. And either I'll get an answer then or Maybe it'll be a few years later. I don't know. Or maybe I just haven't even gotten it yet. But I just feel like Hmm. the fruit is there. I mean, I tried other things before and nothing ever happened. Okay. So you've tried, you've tried talking to Kali Ma and having her do things for you. Well, no, I've never even heard of that person. What? Well, she's older than Jesus. Are you kidding me? She, she outdates the (laughs) Jewish religion. She's one of the older guys. Holy cow. Look her up. She's awesome. She is awesome. Cause history, we have history. Um, and dating, we can date things. Uh, it's pretty cool. I don't have to right, ask any ghosts. But there's nothing about Jesus that's dated. Yeah, there's there's dated. Anyways, yes, there's dated stuff about Jesus. But Kali Ma is older. I was just trying to throw your question back at you. <laughs> you're, but okay. you're good. No, I love it. No, that is older. And and um, like when Jesus said, what do you say? What do you say? I love your neighbor thing. The love your neighbor mm-hmm. from Jesus. That's not a Jesus quote. Did you know that came before Jesus? We have that quote yeah, thousands of years beforehand. From different religions. So oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's so yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. I think that Jesus is just the embodiment of God who is love. Like God had to become a Why human. Why can't God just be God? Well, because God wants us to know that we're divine as well. Like that we can enter into <laughs> so divinity. He, so he has to be human? <laughs> I'm confused. 
Um, I think that for our sakes, yeah, I mean, because it lets us know that God can relate to us in any situation that we've ever gone through. And that, he's God, so he should be able to relate out. to us regardless. I mean, even if he's in human form or way. God form. People don't act that way, though. People treat gods like they're to be worshipped and bowed down to, and you give them this and I this. Treat as, them as well, fictional characters. Yes, I know. <laughs> but most people who have had spiritual experiences mm -hmm. and they they want to believe in God, it ends up becoming this uh, very manipulative situation, and they think if I do this, then God will bless me. If I do this, then God will well, give me this. If you pray for somebody, God will heal them. That's what you're at, right? Well, I think there's a difference between if I give you this, God, then will you do this for me versus somebody who has heard about their identity in Christ and like God in them. And then they are participating in that divine union to release the kingdom of heaven to other people. Does that make sense? <laughs> sounds very magical sounds like a saturday so morning like cartoon God, it's not like you say something yeah i go to care bears like for some reason something and then uh <laughs> yeah because they're like up in the clouds yeah uh, care bear stare um so but you have to ask god for him to step in for that prayer for him to heal your not friend always. not always but i think in it's a matter of like circumstance though we'll, we'll go with that one well, we'll go with that, I, that situation i know of a guy okay. like i know of some people who they've been walking in this for a long time and they don't ask. They just know that when they go around people, if you know, that they can release this feeling, they can release care bear stare. the good news. <laughs> the care bear stare. <laughs> healing so, bear. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's weird. That's weird. So yeah. why doesn't God visit uh, children's hospitals? Why is he just healing your toe and he stuff does. like that? You just don't hear about it all the time. It happens. Does There's God love all, all the little children? God does love all the little children. God loves all the little children, so he watches them die, but he can save them. That's the thing, is I just don't... Like, this is something that I've been questioning lately, too, um, is because it seems like, and the Hebrews believe this, too, that it's like God created everything to be set in motion, and we get to participate in playing it out, you know, living ouch. it out, participating in our divine connection. Wow. Why, so, why do you say ouch? Well, I'm just thinking of kids who go through life and it's a shit life. They suffer, yeah, I mean, they I've, die. I've been there. And this is all part of God's perfect plan. No, he no. doesn't want those things to happen. He wants those kids to live, but he won't save them. Well, I mean, in the eternity. No, in their life now. They are. Yeah. God right. does not want and... them to have a happy life here. Before he goes yeah, and he makes does. them servants forever? No, he doesn't want to make us servants forever. Oh, what happens in heaven? That's not what it's about. <laughs> we get to experience the most bliss we've ever experienced. Where do you it's, get that idea? The mystery continues. It's in the scriptures, man. <laughs> the scriptures tells us we're going to have his name on our foreheads and we're going to be his slaves forever. That's what the scriptures tell us. That is the English black and white there it is. There interpretation. It is. However, if you think of like, what is a child? Your child has your DNA. Mm -hmm. in them they're literally made up of your dna mm -hmm. and your wife's so in a way when i read that that's kind of what i see that as like we're just made up of the dna of god we're made like we're made we're children of god you know i don't mean that literal but just we're divine beings and the more that people realize it so that's why people that don't mm -hmm. even know about jesus or believe in jesus but they tap into revelation of being divine spiritual beings they get to experience the supernatural as well and so for me i just have ex i believe that it's jesus not to condemn people and say you need to believe in jesus or else but it's rather like god loves us so much that he came he became a human to give us an example for our sake um, so that we have someone to relate to, so that we know that we're not alone. And uh, uh, it's just like, can he do that as God? He has to come down and kill himself in order for us to but be relatable. Did. And I never it's met both. Jesus. How am I supposed to be relating to a guy who lived thousands of years ago and died on a cross? I don't get it. I do. 
He doesn't show up to me. He shows up for you, but not for me. And he doesn't show up for all the kids at the children's hospital. That's I think he up. shows up in ways that we don't realize. And that's the thing mm. that not good enough. That's what brought it is. me out of my religion was God showing me that he was with me in those times. He was with you during all the hard times and did jack shit. Yeah. Well, and when I had upside down crosses on my forehead and I was blaspheming Jesus and all so that. So what? Like, He's an all powerful God. How weak is he? He's so weak. Like, oh, God, you got upside down cross. It hurts me. Oh, my feelings. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It doesn't. So he, he was there while you're upside yeah. down crosses and he did nothing. Yeah. He was there when you were going through hardships in your life and he did nothing. He waited till later to well, heal that's your toe. That's why I think it's important. I think it's important to share the good news is because there's something like so we can't make sense of everything but yeah I mean or I should say I can't make sense of everything that I have experienced to be true but I can't deny that I've experienced it and so Hmm. so continues the beautiful mystery of finding out why these things happen or Hmm how these things happen so like with healing my toe there's a lot of christians that do believe in healing they believe in miracles but they walk around thinking oh well god doesn't want to heal me oh no i must have done something like i woke up and my back hurts or i have strep throat oh no i must have done something to offend god and and now i'm sick or there's also those that know that god doesn't give sickness and doesn't put curses on us because jesus took all of the curse for all of humanity Jesus took um, it. So Where did he take it? He took it into himself and then he destroyed it. Like Neo <laughs> becoming Mr. Smith and then like the light just Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That's totally the gospel right there. Like literally <laughs> God becoming human, Uh-oh. letting himself become this taking on the virus that has caused people to feel separated. Caused Who created to the virus? Do evil. I think we did. We created the virus that is now polluting us. We did, or the devil did. I don't know. Did God have a say in this? (laughs) But I know that there's obviously a virus. Like there's obviously generational things that just get passed down. You know, it's like nature. Yeah, it's a natural phenomenon for sure. I don't see a God in that. Well, yeah, but I just see God everywhere. Even in the sick kids of the in the hospital. Yeah, he's dying right now. what about the kid in, 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 I don't know, China that's starving right now to death? Is God there? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yes, I know God is there, but I Why isn't he don't feeding know how him? it all, maybe he is, I don't know. Well, he's not, he's going to die of starvation, and at like, what, every six minutes or something, a kid dies of starvation, but God's not there, he's just watching the them. What about the ones that, where it does happen? What about the ones where... That's not what I'm talking about, I don't care about the ones that it does happen. Great, good, they got food, they survived. God is here watching these children starve to death and doing nothing. But that's why I'm saying I think there's a different way to look at it versus like God sitting here not doing anything is the way that it seems when you listen to the generic Americanized Christianity doctrines that we've been force fed. No, when I think about a God that looking loves at things kids. from a Western mindset or I mean, a, a Eastern mindset. When I think about a God that loves kids and is all powerful and wants to help them out. That's where I'm at. Not a whole Western blah, blah, blah shenanigans. That's just, you know, if it's yeah. a God that loves kids and has the power to help them out and he's sitting there watching them die of starvation, that's messed up. But that's not cool. That's, no, it's not cool. But that's why I don't know if it necessarily goes down exactly like that. I mean, well, maybe that's why we need to share truth. Maybe that's why we need love to circulate throughout humanity so that people can grow people can change people can be fed people can be taken care of like you know our responsibility atheists believe that it's our responsibility if we want to see the world be better then let's do better well yeah. i believe that there's some major truth to that yeah instead of it's reality Christians <laughs> sitting around waiting for god to do everything right you can't wait for your invisible friend to show up and feed somebody that's just not how it works invisible friends don't feed yes. people However, we are human, so we are limited sometimes. So, like, there's this woman, Heidi Baker, who has thousands of orphanages in Mozambique, and they see people raised from the dead all the time. They have wow. food, multiple. Did they get it on film? I think so. So, well, give know. them a you Nobel Prize! Holy cow! They just proved but, God's healing people. No, it happens all the time. There's plenty of I, other people, but well, I have yet just, to see anything worthwhile 
that's convincing. Right, and I hadn't either. But when mm. I started going down this rabbit hole, I found things. And I've met people that have been raised from the dead. I've seen a little girl raised from the dead. Like I've, <laughs> like I said. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm sorry. Then, I mean to laugh. But like, that's a, okay. that's a, uh, you know, I went to the fishing hole and I got a fish. It's big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I ate it on the way. Yeah, I walked know, on the moon. A, so who created things this way in this manner with sickness disease who created it this way i don't think it was created it's a result of the fall as a result of believing that we're separated from god it's a result of generationally selfishness and you know just the effects of who created us that way god created us perfect God created us perfect, yet we suck. No. Okay, he so he saves us from ourselves. Like it's well, he hasn't saved so, any of me. I don't know, I haven't seen him. He doesn't show up for me. He shows up for you for some reason, but he won't talk to me. I talked to Spider-Man. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> man. All right. Well, I, I kind of wanna we're getting low here, but you did mention the okay. uh the blah, 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 demonic. Uh, yeah. uh so is that from God? Did God create the demons and the bad guys and all that? Or did he just create no. good guys and we created our own bad guy? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, pride. I mean, I mean, if you go along with the biblical narrative, as far as I can tell, it's like, yeah, God created everything. It was good. But uh -huh. pride made Satan or Lucifer, you know, want uh -huh. to be his own God. Um wanted to be worshipped or i don't know i don't really know the whole thing but weird though basically right that's how i see it to create I your mean, own bad is, guy but it's like i have children and when i have my kids <laughs> if they grew up to do, Satan like, to children i love it no, oh that okay. was a good transition listen, listen, audrey listen. you're awesome <laughs> no my point my point is my kids have free will, right? Uh, and and as a loving parent, like I'm not going to like I know I read in your little bio that Christianity was like shoved down your throat and it was a requirement for you mm. to go to church and, and all of that. So mm. and that is the case for a lot of people here True. in mm -hmm. in the States and well, I guess around the world in almost any religion even. Mm -hmm. And so my point is like that free will that says i'm gonna love my child whether they agree with me whether they obey me or not i'm gonna love them and i'm not gonna ostracize them i'm not going to say that they're evil but what if they did go out and they for some crazy reason started doing evil things like hmm. i'm still gonna love them but there's obviously something in their mind and in their heart that has happened hmm. and all i can do is like Keep loving them through that and hopefully one day they will be able to hear some reason or or see the the error of the ways or learn from their mistakes or whatever it may be mm -hmm. um you know it's like you can have somebody tell you recommend that you try something or do something and then you don't do it and then like a year or two later you end up doing that thing and you go and tell that same person Hey, you should try this or you should go do this. You should check this out. They're like, yeah, dude, I told you like a year mm. ago that you needed to go check this out. And you're like, oh, you know, it's like things just go over our heads. We don't receive everything all the time. But in persistent love, we end up really experiencing the true character of God outside of our own understanding. So, like I said, I don't have everything figured out, but I definitely have seen plenty of stuff mm. that seems to be more true that Jesus is God and that we have this mystical union that we can experience. And the rest is just me learning and figuring that out, if I may. Yeah. No, but, we're, life is all about searching and seeking and finding for sure. Um, but the one difference is you don't know what your kids are going to do throughout their entire life. You have no idea what kind of person you are giving birth to. God knows everything. God knows everything. Yep. So every single thing that he did was set in motion on purpose because he wanted it to happen. I don't know. It's Does God know that. everything? Um, I guess. 
Yes. You would think, right? Of course, right? <laughs> that just goes with the package. The package deal is all powerful, all knowing. It's part of the package. So he yeah. knew exactly what was going to happen when he created those trees and put them in the middle of the garden instead of the moon. He knew exactly what was going to happen when he let that snake into the garden. He knew exactly what was going to happen when he created that snake. He knew exactly what was going to happen when he created Lucifer, the pretty angel. He knew. He's not ignorant. He's an all-powerful, all-knowing deity. He knew exactly what he was doing. This whole system set up so we can get praise and worship and everybody loves him. I think it's ridiculous. No. I mean, if, if I was God, I would not, number one, create the stupid trees that would cause the fall of man. Holy shit. Duh. Not, number two, if I did create them, I wouldn't put them in the middle of the garden. And then yeah. I wouldn't let the snake in to be like convincing them to eat it, even though I know that would convince them. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to have to kill myself later to show everybody how cool I am. And I'll come back. But I'm not really dead because... You know, I'm I'm God. I just like I died for a little bit. And then did, did God really die? Did he even really can you kill God? And is is the way to kill God with nails? I don't know. So many questions. Things just don't add up. Doesn't make a whole so lot many. of sense to me. But that's okay. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Go ahead. I'll let you close it out with uh, whatever you want to say there, and then uh, where can we find your stuff? Okay. You didn't want me to elaborate on the broken toe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about the broken toe. Uh, we can talk about the broken toe if you want, but otherwise I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just, just a, real quick. Just so this is kind of like an example of my experience. Okay, yeah. so I was on a mission trip in Nicaragua and mm -hmm. this is the same place where we saw this little two-year-old girl get raised from the dead. Her heart had stopped beating. She was blue, wasn't breathing. Oh, Anyways, people come so... back like that all the time. Okay. Um. So but for myself personally... I had broken my toe. It was black and blue. Heard it cracked. Couldn't walk. Um, and I've got all of my friends around me that are on this mission trip too. And I've got my five-year-old and my two-year-old. And I kind of felt like people weren't putting themselves out there to see if I needed help with anything. Like we're in this foreign country. I have a broken toe. I can't go to the doctor. And oh, anyway, sorry. Pause. Just like, Pause real quick. So. Yeah. You didn't go to the doctor with the toe. You just heard it crack. There was no x-ray yeah. showing a broken toe. Well, yeah. We're oh, like okay. Form. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, now I see. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you want to you want you you show me a broken toe heard... healed, but there's no x-rays, there's no nothing. It's just I heard a but crack. If you heard a and crack it and it is black and blue yeah. and you can't walk on it without, I mean, you can't or, walk on yeah. it at all. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> whether it was broken or not, I was in excruciating pain. Gotcha. I could Don't know not walk no on doubt. it. I could not bend it. Okay. How about that? Okay. There you go. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I just start having all these thoughts, basically just pity, like self-pity. Like and and I don't normally hmm. operate that way. I was raised by a single mom and just taught to just suck it up and like do what you need to do. Hmm. So I'm sitting there and I find myself wondering, like, why isn't anybody offering to help me why this why that blah 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 kind of like the same situation when i was in the mountains complaining to god about mm. all the horrible things in my life so in this moment i hear holy spirit say do you want pity or do you want to be healed and it's not to say like oh i'm going to give you healing basically what i believe is the finished works of what jesus did and so it means that when he said it's finished there's a lot within the cosmos that all was conglomerated together magical words and it is finished that, <laughs> and a part of that is that we were healed um and mm. so in that moment that's what i heard holy spirit say and i realized that i was partnering with pity instead of um i guess you could say like remembering or believing or entering into my identity and who i really am in god and so in that moment it was like okay, I'm going to let go of the pity and I'm going to receive the fact that I'm healed. And so I got up and I just started walking and the pain was gone. And I've had that happen with many other things as well. But that's kind of like one of the most drastic ones that I've personally experienced. And, you know, so yeah, I don't understand why some things happen and other things don't. But from mm -hmm. my own personal experience, it seems like there is something to us knowing what's been given to us knowing that God is love and digging deeper into that versus mm. all of the contradictions, because that's just hearsay. That's what somebody else said. 
but it's like, I can't deny the things that I have experienced. And hmm. yeah. I don't know. So you heard a voice. Oh. You're, you're, it didn't say it was the Holy Spirit. You just uh, took it as the Holy Spirit. So you're sure. hearing voices. Audrey, that's weird. That's weird. Um, but, you know, if, yeah. if it tells you to harm somebody, let's 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 talk about that one. Uh, let's, no, let's, love yeah. doesn't do no. that. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then God is love thing. I just I don't see it while we have children's hospitals and uh, children being raped in church in his own house. So I don't see God as love. I see him as a absent father. He's just not there for those who actually need him. But your your toe, he fixed your toe for you, though. He he fixed your toe. There are other people that he Praise heals Jesus. from the trauma. There's <laughs> other there's victims that have been delivered. Yeah, from but those not all of them. And that's not love to me. Right. When he right. lets it happen, that's not love to me. That's right. Absence. And I blamed God for all the stuff that happened to me and to my mom and to other people that I knew. And well, all yeah. I know is that God said, I didn't want those things to happen to you. There is, but I let it happen. there is evil. He but can't stop thing, the evil. Can God think, stop evil? I think that God wants us to partner with him. Like I, like I said, I don't okay. understand ever the, like, I don't have an answer for all that, but I know as an atheist myself, I've said all the same questions. And it's like a different perspective shift, either like something has to give. So either I can keep living in denial hmm. of the miracles I've seen, the love that I've experienced, the presence of God that I have felt that I've seen change countless people's lives over the last 14 years or and also like manifested things into my life that I couldn't have done on my own or I'm just going could. to. I don't think you give yourself, give yourself enough credit. <laughs> well, don't, yeah, I'm don't sure. give the credit to an invisible man, Audrey. You did it. It was you. It would take a lot more hard work to do the things that have so you got been lucky. gifted. To... <laughs> you got lucky, and you you give it. You give the glory to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, How do you know it wasn't Spider Man? I don't think luck would know the deepest desires of my heart that I've had since I was 13, and even I had forgotten about until it's literally. I think luck's happening. a real person. I don't think luck thinks things. So there's that. You exactly. Know. That's so point. it could have been Spider-Man. I'm going to say it was Spider-Man or you. So we're going to go with that. The you hardest Spider-Man is awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, praise Spider-Man. I don't know how it goes. I'm, I'm figuring out a thing, but you know, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. It's well, I just want to say before you go, I love your name. I think it's funny because of your podcast, <laughs> your name means who is like God. Yep. And your last name literally is wise man and you are wise. So oh, I think it's great what you're doing because there are a lot of Christians that are scared of asking these questions because they're scared of going to hell or whatever. And I think if they did their own research, they'd find that that's just not true mm. and that we have nothing to be afraid of. And mm. But it goes both ways. Mm. We don't have to be afraid to believe in God either and not know all the, not know all the answers. Mm. Thank you so much, Audrey. I am going to, I'm going to leave it though with if, if I don't know everything, I'm not going to jump in and believe it. That's yeah, where I'm that's at. Fine. You know, yeah, and if the book, cool. the math book tells me two and two is eight, I'm not going to believe that book. I'm going to go get a different book. Yeah. Amen. I agree. This has been fun. This has been a blast. <laughs> Where can we find your stuff? Um, I am on TikTok at Eat Me, Drink Me Pod. And I have a YouTube channel, Eat Me, Drink Me Podcast. And I'm on any podcast platform. So, yeah, the Eat Me, Drink Me Podcast.net. Awesome. Oh, Stitcher's going to be gone soon. So we're not going to be on Stitcher for for very long if you're on Stitcher. Just so you know. No, I'm not. But okay, okay. good to know. Okay. Well, you know, I enjoy Stitcher, stupid thing. All right. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Stay yeah, safe out you. there. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shoutouts. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the Book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them?
That's it. There's no more. It's all gone. No more episode. Bye. Sorry. Play the next episode. <laughs>